Here in Asia, we're having to work really hard to support short-term mobility that allows for a person to continue to be with their family, which is very important in the Asian context, but at the same time, take advantage of the career opportunities that the Alliance Group offers. What can HR leaders in Asia and Europe learn from each other? What practices in one region would be helpful in the other? Julie Harrison, Chief HR Officer for Asia at Allianz, has lived and worked in Europe and Asia Pacific during a time of great change for the two regions. She discusses with Freda Rumo the lessons the two regions can learn from one another. Welcome to the Chapman CG Global HR Interview. Thank you for taking the time with us, Julie, today. You're welcome. You have moved from Europe to Asia six years ago, and two years ago, you went back to Munich to your global role as Allianz Group Head of Talent Development. And just a few weeks ago, you have again moved to Asia. Why back and forth so quickly? And what is your new role in Asia all about? I worked in Asia when I was in my 20s. I then spent a considerable part of my career in Europe. In 2011, I was offered a position back in Asia, based in Singapore, which I took. In 2014, I was asked by our group CHRO if I would be wanting to be considered for a group role in Munich. I said yes, with the condition that it would be for two years and that then I would have the opportunity to return to Asia. My dream came true, the timelines worked out, and exactly two years later I find myself back in Singapore with a new role leading HR for Allianz in the region. In terms of the focus, there are two of them currently. One is to lead the region through a global HR transformation that Allianz is currently going through, and the second is to turn our HR function from one that focuses on process and products to one that talks about employee journeys. That is very exciting indeed, and as you talk about the big change projects, I can imagine that this has a big impact on people and on their roles and development, as you described it for yourself. What can you say about the employee expectations of their employer and as they differ between Europe and Asia? I'll actually start, Frida, with what I see as similarities between Europe and Asia. Employees expect opportunities to be made transparent. They expect their leaders to take time to hold career aspiration discussions, discuss personal development plans with them. They expect flexible work arrangements and they expect support in terms of shorter term mobility options. In a nutshell, they want to be treated as if leadership is a profession. Where I do see a difference is that in Asia, if people aren't getting those things, they are much more inclined to vote with their feet and change their company. So how do organizations manage the situation and how should they manage the differences between Europe and Asia? If I start with the mobility topic, here in Asia, we're having to work really hard to support short-term mobility that allows for a person to continue to be with their family, which is very important in the Asian context, but at the same time, take advantage of the career opportunities that the Alliance Group offers. We are offering contracts which allow commuter possibilities, 
short-term assignments, job swap possibilities, all of those things to allow for the career development to happen whilst taking in mind the fact that not everybody will be mobile from their family unit. What we're also doing is investing considerable time in getting the message out and supporting leaders to take leadership as a profession and not just something they do on top of the technical expertise they have. And the final thing is in terms of work well practices in Asia. We've recently introduced flexible working arrangements. We have a work well concept which we're rolling out across Asia. It's not an easy journey. Many managers don't see that it's needed in Asia, but when we talk to those staff, as I said, one of the things they want it, they want the flexibility of the work arrangements, and we have to deliver, otherwise they will vote with their feet and go to companies that offer those things. Which other specific talent management lessons uh, do you think the two regions, Europe and Asia, can learn from each other? One of the areas we're focusing on in Asia is building external pools of talent using what we call disruptor companies such as White Crow. It's one of the things that Europe has now started to look at much more readily. We've had to lead the way in it because of the war for talent that continues to rage in Asia. A second thing that Asia can learn from Europe, I would say, would be the discipline of the European countries in their talent management practices. Coming back to Asia, I realize that in Asia we don't have that discipline and rigor that we have in the European-based companies. And the final point would be, as I com commented before, the flexibility of mobility solutions. Europe has it, Asia were having to adopt it. In the mobility situation which you have described, how important is the work location, in particular in view of the virtual world that we are all experiencing now? Let me take a concrete example of what Allianz is moving to in terms of mobility from the HR function. As part of our HR transformation, we will have, as one of our pillars of transformation, the establishment of centers of expertise globally for rewards and performance and people sourcing and development. The leads of those centers of expertise will not necessarily sit in Munich in our headquarters in the future. And their teams will not necessarily sit in Munich with them, but will be spread across the globe, forcing Allianz to look into virtual ways of working and which will eventually become the norm. Also, if I take an example from our Asian companies, we increasingly have models where we have people located in countries outside of Singapore. So let's take Malaysia or Thailand as an example. But the people sitting there are actually conducting regional roles from a different location. In both examples, the HR transformation and regional roles being done out of different countries, we have to give the employees tools so that they can work in this new virtual way, such as video conferencing on their own phones and iPads. If we don't support with the IT technology, we can't expect the virtual organization to work.
HR experts whose experience spans multiple regions are seeing more similarities than differences. And because of this experience, they are uniquely positioned to answer a lot of the talent and engagement challenges most companies are faced with today. For more excellent conversations with great thinkers, subscribe to us on iTunes and check us out at chapmancg.com.